What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be What they know about that? What y'all know about that if you know, you know Yeah, here we go Yeah, yeah What up, 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 do Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show Podcast I'm your host, Amal Hawkins Appreciate you rocking with me on this Tuesday, man February 2nd Black History Month has begun so educate yourself on the culture. Before we get started, shout out to my sponsor, Aber Insurance. Go to Aber Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance, the great people at Aber Insurance. Also, go to manscaped.com if you want to take care of your Jews below your waist. Go to manscaped.com, man. When you put everything in the cart after you made your purchases and you're about to do the checkout, go to the promo code option. And put in the Ball Hawk Show. You would get 20% off of your order plus free shipping and handling. So go to manscaped.com, the number one company in below the waist grooming. Go get you that lawnmower 3.0 because Valentine's Day is on the horizon. So here we go, man. It's been, it's been a couple, has it been a couple of months? Yeah, it's been a couple of months since I did a, a Virginia. Podcast episodes. Shout out to all my fans in Wahoo land. We got to discuss not only the upcoming schedule, but there was some changes done on the defensive side of the ball that I know people want to hear my thoughts on that situation. So let's go ahead. Let me get a little background music queued up. My man, um, Andrew Brown, gave me some instrumentals, man. It's that nine millimeter instrumental. Shout out to Andrew Brown. Um, so let's jump right into it, man. My thoughts. Let's, let's see what we start off with first. I said we start off with the coaching staff first. The changes anyway. So yesterday it was announced that Coach Bronco Mendenhall had made some defensive staff coaching changes, right? So Nick Howell will continue to serve as the Cavaliers defensive coordinator slash secondary coach and oversee the defensive backfield and to provide him more flexibility and support in his role as a coordinator Shane Hunter was shift from coaching the inside linebackers to becoming the safeties coach coach Ricky Broomfield who's also the all um, the special teams coordinator will move from offense to defense he will coach the cornerbacks after serving as the tight ends coach in 2020 and like I said he will continue his role as Virginia's special teams coordinator co-defensive coordinator Kelly Papinga will now coach both the inside and outside linebackers after handling just the outside linebackers the past five seasons Clint Centum who joined the UVA staff last year will continue as the team's defensive line coach so um, Howell, Hunter, and Popinga have been members of Mendenhall's UVA staff since he took over the program prior to the 2016 season. 
Rubenfield just completed his third year as U- at UVA after joining the staff prior to his 2018 campaign. Uh, Broomfield actually previously coached the secondary positions at Western Kentucky 2013 to 2015. He coached the cornerbacks and at Nicholas State, he coached the safeties um, from 2011 to 2012. So uh, Broomfield is definitely at home coaching the DBs. Um, I will say the great thing about the transition from Coach Hunter, uh, from coaching the inside backers to coaching the safeties is our safeties are basically like linebackers. <laughs> they come down and they hunt. That's what I will say about that situation. Now, I know a lot of folks, and I'm going to go ahead and address, you know, Petty Hawk. A lot of folks was out here on Facebook and, and, and emailed me. Why we ain't make no changes to the offensive coordinator? Y'all just disrespectful. Y'all disrespectful. Uh, speaking of coaching now, though, he will actually coach the Cavaliers tight ends now. Now that Broomfield's on the defensive side of the ball. So he was uh, he was actually already responsible for the position group for Mental Hall's first four years at UVA. So Anah's going back to coaching tight ends, something that he had been doing until Broomfield took over last year. And I wonder if Anah's still coaching. I want to say he was coaching the slot receivers. I don't know. But, yeah, so those are the, are the coaching changes. A lot of folks was like we was in the bottom five of pass defense. And the secondary was was the punching bag. The, the, the secondary was the Kihei Clark of, of the football team. The difference is Kihei Clark was actually ball, he's, he's balling this year. And I did be struggled. You know what I'm saying? So they know I got love for them. Like, I ain't dissing them. I will say this. This was the first year that UVA didn't have an NFL caliber defensive back, like corner. So I think Joey Blunt is very underrated. Um, I do think Cross is a better safety than corner, but he's so gifted in his athleticism that you want to keep him on the field. And, you know, it's hard to even say that because you guys are so damn petty. You're going to be like, gifted. Did you not watch him? I know a lot of y'all going to say that. So two tears in a bucket. It's okay. Um, but, yeah, those were the changes. Um, my thoughts on that is, my honestly, honestly, Brunfield, like once you coach a position, you still going to be a part of those positions. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not mistaken, when he first got here, he didn't. He was a special teams coach, but he always found himself with the DBs. Like all coaches will help in some capacity with a position if needed. Um, so that's why when he, when everybody said these are changes, I always I just felt like it was a title change. Now the the one guy I will say is actually changing is Coach Hunter. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a change for him. I don't think this is a huge change for Broomfield or for what they what we've been doing as a staff since he's been here. Like he's been helping with the corners. Um, this gives Nick flexibility to just focus and oversee the entire defense in a sense. But now you got Coach Papinga having to oversee both inside and outside backers. So we don't know what that does for him. Does that mean that he will delegate some of his defensive coordinator duties and now Nick will assume those responsibilities like so it's still that I guess that's I'm I just answered 
I just like rebuttal my own statement that nothing's going to change and it actually is going to change. So damn, I just served myself shut the hell up juice. It'd be interesting to see like as far as the drills, um, like is the terminology going to be the same? Um, you know, when you got different set of eyes, different, different things come out, different types of importance come to the forefront. Like, if I'm a DB, like if someone, somebody was a DB coach before I came in, right? But they're still on the staff and we're still on the same defense. How I build a defensive back from the ground up is going to be different from the next man. Even though we went to the same clinics and got the same teaching, the interpretation is going to be different. So, I know a lot of people was like change needed to happen because we had a down year from the Miami game until all last season. But I look at everything. The talent level dropped, so you was going to have a drop. Like, we just going to be real. You got a special NFL talent in Bryce Hall. And you had a special NFL talent in Juan Thornhill. You had guys like Quinn Bland back there as well. You had Tim Harris. Like, look, li- li- listen to those names that I said. So you're going to have a drop-off. Now, we didn't want that big of a drop-off that we saw, but I'm just being real. And a lot of times, as humans, we look for an excuse versus being real with ourselves. You got an excuse, you got what's being real, and you got being I guess you go harsh. And, and your real could be seen as an excuse. And it's not really an excuse. I want to put that out there. Because I don't want to attack anybody's rebuttal as in saying that what you're saying is an excuse just because our views are different. I, I want to make sure that's understood as well. All right? So I'm not saying that what you're saying and what I'm saying is all, you know, is mutually exclusive. Like they can mesh and, and mean the same. Um, so I'm not mad at the change Don't get me wrong I'm not mad at the change I think Coach B could do an awesome job With the corners I think Coach Shane could do an awesome job With the safeties I think Nick could do an awesome job With just assuming responsibility Overseeing and, and really focusing On the schematics Coach Pepinga could inherit The inside backers And not miss a beat I got that confidence in them That's a fact That's why I wasn't really like Oh yes we made a change I and I'm just being transparent with the folks who asked me my thoughts. Like when I told them I wasn't excited, they didn't know why I said that. And I'm so I said, let me get behind the mic and really, you know, articulate why I'm not excited. Because it was just an outlier's season for me as far as defensively. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the schedule, man. Pull up the schedule. So the Wahoos 2021 schedule is going to. Feature 12 regular season games, including seven home games. So the start times for all contests and the home games designated for homecomings and family weekends will be announced at a later date. In 2021, Virginia will host Mike London and William and Murray on September 4th. Let's change the, let's change the mood up. No, no, that ain't in it. Let's change the instrument up. So Mike London returning to Scott Stadium September 4th. Of, and it's a host of former Wahoos that's on the staff. You got Raza Dow, you got Keenan, you got uh, Matt Johns, 
And I know I'm forgetting some folks, but it's a host of former Wahoos that's on the staff. Definitely going to be um, awesome touching base with them. Hopefully, you know, we're back to normal where we got fans in the in the stadium. Um, so that that that's going to be a fun game. Then you got Illinois on September 11th. Wake Forest Friday, September 24th. Duke October 16th. Georgia Tech, October 23rd, Notre Dame, November 13th, and Virginia Tech, November 27th. Those are all the home games. These are the games on the road. We're at North Carolina on September 18th, at Miami on Thursday, September 30th, at Louisville on October 9th, at BYU on October 30th, and at Pitt. On November 20th So let's go in order You got Wilmer Murray and Illinois at home The first two games Then we travel to North Carolina September 18th So is it good to play North Carolina early Or is it good to play them late The last couple years We were seen as underdogs versus North Carolina We're going to see be seen as underdogs again Because Howell is still there Um I think both backs left. I, I, let me go. I, I don't need to go check. Both of them jokers should be gone. Like the, the season they had. Um, D Brown is gone. Daz New, no, D Brown is back. Daz Newsom is gone. So we'll be underdogs that game. Then the next game we playing Wake Forest here. Um, that's a 50 50 game. That's on a Friday. Oof. That's a quick turnaround. Then we're going from playing a Friday game versus Wake Forest to a Thursday game at Miami. So you got to factor in the travel day. So that's another short week in a sense. I mean, I'm just factoring the travel day. Factoring, like, who, why did they do that? Play Wake Forest on a Friday, then at Miami on a Thursday. Why are we at Miami? Wait a minute. Wait a got. Minute. Why are we at Miami again? That's three straight years. Come on, man. Who agreed to this? I need a recount. I need a I need a Donald Trump recount. Man, come on, man. Then we gotta go to Louisville October 9th. Then we got Duke home October 16th. Got a bye week. And then we go to Provo. Which I played in Provo in October versus BYU. That's when Thomas Jones went absolutely nuts on them. Um, that's gonna be a fun game. They got they're gonna be breaking in a new quarterback. And then we got Pitt on the road to end No, not to end the season. Yo, God dog. Hold on, man. You gonna give us Pitt and then Virginia Tech? Boy, sweet l- gracious. It was bad enough having to play Georgia Tech on the road past couple years versus Virginia Tech. But now we got Pitt on the road and then Tech at home. That's, you know, Pitt always physical. So I know folks are like, how many games do I got? Go ball hall. How many games? Well, I got us winning more than five because that's how many we won last year. My, my thing is you always got to win more games than you won the year previously. Of course, we took a dip down. 
from the previous year. You know, we only won five games. That game versus Virginia Tech was good and terrible. It's just terrible. Um, okay, Wilmer Murray, of course, got us winning that game. Illinois, I don't know too much about them, but I'm going to say I got us winning that game. It could be tough. Not saying it's not. North Carolina, at North Carolina is going to be tough. I got us winning that game. I do. I got us winning that game. Maybe I shouldn't do this because I'm not going to just sit up here and say no team going to beat Virginia. Like, I'm just not. So let me stop doing this. This, not, this is not fun because I'm going to be super biased. My, like, I'm, my competitive edge is coming out right now. I could just feel it in my blood. I, I really can't. I got a COVID shot last week, so it ain't the COVID shot. It ain't the vaccine. Like, I'm legit, like, really getting ant right now about the seasons, looking at the schedule. Like, why the hell you got us playing at Miami again, bruh? Why? I don't understand it. I mean, Notre Dame, they got to find a new quarterback. Virginia Tech, they got to find – is that quarterback playing – I mean, that's how I break down, like, if a team is going to be tough or not. Because, you know, essentially we we understand that's the position everybody look at as a quarterback position. So when you look at the schedule, look at the quarterbacks, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the quarterbacks and then tell me if you feel like the quarterback can beat us. Now, I know what our defense gave up last year, but quarterback play is very important in college, more so than the NFL. Like, you got to have a quarterback that's above average if you want to be good in this league, especially the ACC. Your quarterback can't be mm, muy poco. Oh, I see, I see. He just can't be your height and you be very good. Our quarterback going to be good. Very, he going to be very good this season. Our receivers, psh, what? Don't get me started. Huh? Which way, how do you want it? Our receivers going to be the truth. I ain't like there was a truth last year, but you already you already know who I'm talking about. The air up there, and he could talk to the media this year. So we're gonna see what Lavelle Davis got to say for real this year, cause he get to talk to the media. Yeah. So that's all I got for y'all, man. I just want to give you guys my thoughts on not only coaching changes but the schedule. Um, I know a lot of folks are asking me, Ballhawk, why you not doing, um. UVA basketball recaps this year. I've been doing a lot of things outside of my personal show on different platforms. Shout out to the Locker Room Access. If you haven't been listening to the Lockdown podcast, myself and Tony Covenant, definitely check those out. But I got a lot of things that I'm working on behind the scenes that, um, that I'm excited about. So I haven't been able to really look at a lot of UVA games the way I want to. Um, and I'm just not, it's just not going to be like, it's going to be more petty than anything. I think I'll just get behind the mic and just argue. Like, I'm more of a fan this year. Now that Ty Jerome and all them boys is gone, I'm really paying attention to them in the NBA. Um, I pay attention to the Kihei Clark Slander and Jay Huff. I do pay attention to that. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I just didn't feel like it would be super organic and I could stay true and disciplined of watching all the UVA basketball games in real time. I do record them. I do go back and look at them. I think the young boy, Zach, does a great job. I know he's on locker room access. That's a small plug. 
of, of breaking down the analytics. So maybe I start jumping in on on you know my man Mark Jerome and them and just give a fan perspective. And I could be a fan, right? I could really maybe I just need to do a fan reaction episode. I might do that. It ain't gonna be analytical. I'm gonna just come from a fan perspective, man. Forget this analytical hat in basketball. I can't wear no analytical hat in basketball. I'm sorry. That just no. I'm I'm tired, boss. But I do do my live show. Y'all can check that out as well every Monday. Um, I stream it on YouTube and on Facebook. My YouTube channel is The Ball Hawk Show. Um, so I do a live call-in show via StreamYard to where you can just hit the link, um, have your camera phone or your smartphone or, or your webcam or your computer, and you join in on a discussion. I basically like to be the moderator. Um, it does... Uh, get a little animated. People use profanity, so parental discretion is advised. Uh, but that's it, man. That's how we doing it. And it's the ball hawk, man. Make sure you subscribe. What else I got to say? That's all I got to say, man. Y'all be easy. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.